listening to Affect Autism, where Affect is the number one tool we use in supporting child development through playful interactions. If you're a caregiver looking to implement your own floor time approach, please check the ICDL Parent website at the Interdisciplinary Council on Development and Learning for a free virtual floor time consultation or for the weekly parent support meetings. We aim to help you implement your program at home using the Developmental Individual Differences Relationship-Based Model, or DIR, taking into account your child's developmental level, their individual differences, and using your relationship with them to help promote and support their development. Hi, we have with us this week a special guest, first-time appearance on Affect Autism, Serena Suman from Italy. She is an evolutionary psychologist, a functional psychomotorist, which is similar to an OT in North America, a DIR, Developmental Individual Differences Relationship-Based Expert and Training Leader. She was an elementary school support teacher for almost 10 years and works mostly with autistic children with, with, and children with neurodevelopmental differences. She has a private clinic that includes a speech therapist, a psychotherapist and a learning tutor for children with dyslexia or generalized learning challenges who all use the DIR floor time framework in the north of Italy in Piemonte, <laughs> which is between Milan and Turin. Welcome, Serena. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited uh, to be with you this evening because in, in uh, Italy is evening this moment. Thank you. It's, it's very nice of you to come on and share your knowledge with us. Today, we're going to be talking about floor time in different environments, including in the pool. And last year, Serena went to the Star Institute in Colorado to deepen her knowledge of sensory processing disorders. And she's completing the sensory processing proficiency courses with Temple University, having completed first part of her internship at the Star Institute in Colorado last summer and was supposed to go this summer to finish the second one but is locked out of the country of course like all of us because of the language barrier we exchanged some information in advance. What I really loved about what you said about your DIR philosophy was that um, it needs to be in all the contexts of a child's life. And the conference this year for ICDL, or the Interdisciplinary Council on Development and Learning, the topic is floor time everywhere all the time. So it, this is a perfect example of that. And what you said was this means that the child carries a small backpack in which their individual differences are always present. And I loved that analogy that you used of carrying it around with you because it's something that really can't be overlooked. I think that uh, the individual differences uh, is uh, a very important piece uh, of the DIR model, but also a very important uh, element that we have to understand very, very well when we work with uh, children, especially during the therapy, but also during uh, all the life in the different uh, context, uh, in the different ecological context. Because the IR model is a philosophy, is a philosophy, so, so we can use this in all contexts. And uh, we know that uh, 
the individual, the individual differences have a great impact in the relation. When we can look at the, at the individual differences, maybe the relation is not very good, but not because the child don't want to, do, to have a good relation, but because he can't, he can't do this. It is so important for the harmonic development when we can understand well the function of the child, the function, the individual profile of the individual differences. Sometimes uh, the stress uh, becomes very, very, very high. And for the child, it's so difficult to stay in all ecological environment. When we say in all ecological environment, in my opinion, and for me, because I was a supporter teacher, I think, for example, the child in the school, where there are a lot of things to look, a lot of things to hear, a lot of things to understand. And when I have a lot of difficulty in my individual differences, because my sensory processing is maybe broken. For me, it's so difficult to stay with my peers in the class, even if I want to stay with my peers in the class. And also when I speak with the teacher, because sometimes the teachers are completely lost because they can't understand the individual differences because the individual differences are behind the behavior. And so they can also see the behavior and not what is the difficulty under the behavior. And when I'm speaking about the environment, I speak about the physical environment, but also the mental environment. Because a child that have a great difficulty with his sensory processing is a child that have a great difficulty in the core regulation. And we know that the first steps for, the, for a good development is the capacity of this child to stay calm and regulated and engaging in the world. But uh, if I can't uh, understand what happened outside of me, because I have a lot of challenge in my body. And when I thinking about the body, I, I think about the posture, the motor control, the ideation, the body awareness. When we're speaking about a child with sensory issues, we're speaking about a process that is not a cognitive process, a high process, but it's a process that is subcortical. The behavior, we can look the behavior, but the subcortical process are not present in the environment, are something that are completely lost in the, in the function of the, the brain and the brain is not uh, in the space. <laughs> the brain is not, uh, we can 
we can look at the brain, we can look only the behavior, but the environment is so important because we, we can change this kind of interconnection. We can change something in the environment, we can change how we interact with the child. It moves perfectly into the topic that is one of your specialties, which we haven't covered here on the podcast yet, which is floor time in the pool, because the pool offers a lot of about visual spatial um, capacities of the child and their proprioception, the feeling of the water against their body, the vestibular movement, if it's wavy or not. The visual spatial capacities are uh, in other great topics because uh, first of all uh, the child is a, a complex system all the parts of the systems are inter are in interconnection with the other okay so in reality all the functions of for example the the, the vestibular system the proprioception system are linking together so what it means in fact when a, a, a child has some difficulty in the visual functionality always we have a difficulty in the movement and always we have difficulty in the perception and always <laughs> in, uh, in the vestibular system and so on the visual capacity is not uh, the, the vision, but uh, is how the vision, the function of the vision. So the, the capacity converse, the capacity uh, of striking, of pursuit, this is the visual functionality. If the body doesn't work well, the movement in the spade is not very good. So if the movement in the spade is not very good, the vestibular system doesn't work well. If the vestibular system doesn't don't work, the body doesn't work well, the proprioception input are not good. And so the visual system become broken. I use this, this word, it's not so good this word, but doesn't work well also also the vision so mm, I, I just that. wanted to give an example um because my son who is 11 suffered severe brain inflammation when he was two and when he was going through that period right afterwards we could tell that he couldn't really see it was like he was looking through us and Later, they told us, or I think an adult who had brain inflammation told me that they were seeing like big black spots. And as his vision started to come back, we could see him focusing more. And they explained to us that his eyesight in like the, the um, mechanics and the, the anatomy was all working, but the part of the brain that processes vision had been severely damaged. So as he got a bit older, we were seeing a developmental optometrist and he yeah. actually has a follow-up next week. And they wanted to know, is he seeing in three dimensions? And all the stuff you just said, is his eyesight converging? Is he able to track? And 
And she went through all of the different tests and said that everything seemed fine, but he was not yet integrating his peripheral vision and his exactly. regular vision. So he's seeing everything and, and he looks at things out of the corner of his eye as they whiz by. Yeah. And he also was um, suppressing the eyesight yeah. in one yeah. eye. So they're trying to get him to wear glasses, which he hasn't at all. So I imagine next week they're going to want to start getting him to wear those glasses again. But to get him to, he can see everything. He reads everything to me. If I'm driving, I have my glasses on and he reads a sign that I can't even see yet. Um, so I know he can see fine, but she saw that he was only using one eye yeah. and suppressing the other eye. So I just wanted to give some context to what you said so that yeah. parents listening might understand um, your, yeah. your child's eyesight and vision, it's anatomy might be fine, but it's the brain processing of that that you're talking about. Exactly, exactly. And this is the visual functionality. This is the visual functionality. And this is a very important point and we can step back to the school and they wanted to to say to, uh, to say you this, uh, for example, about the monocular because your your son is monocular because uh, but, but he see from the 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 eye, but uh, the cortex don't analyze the information. This is the point. And uh, when a child is monocular and suppressed one eyes, when uh, he, he writes, for example, on when uh, he reads, for example, is in this way or in this way. The head is turned. So just for the people that aren't watching the video and listening on audio, she's turning her head. So is oh, the child okay. sort of turning their head to look out of one eye? instead of back and this is what our ot told us as well that once he starts reading she wants both eyes to be able to track all of the words which exactly. it, it'll be more and more important as he starts to read more and more exactly and this is a a signal that the child have a, a monocular vision and that the integration from the two eyes is not good and the mobility of the two eyes is not good because the fixation so when i fix him in one point is so important because when i write on my desk and then when i look for example to the blackboard this movement are two movement of fixation okay that the child do a lot uh, of time during the, during the the during the morning in the school, but if the child have uh, a difficulty in the fixation, this movement is so difficult also because there is the distance. So another point is the distance near vision and distance vision near and then along, near and along and so on. So the, the, our eyes is like a photo camera. So there is the accommodation of the zoom. And 
in this moment, the zoom doesn't work, the fixation doesn't work. Sometimes the child starts to write a big letter or a very small letter or a symmetrical letter. So the, the, this is a clinical, a clinical um, capacity to understand that there is a some difficult in the visual, in the visual system. And there is another point because uh, when the eyes are completely lost, so they doesn't work together, when there is an object in the movement in the space for the child, it's so difficult to understand where it uh, and all these problems, in the end, become a dysregulation, and so the child become the child start to be dysregulated because all the stimuli in the environment are completely lost, especially the, the visual stimuli. And uh, I say that uh, the human being is visual. When a child has a difficulty in the movement, so in the function of the vision, the vestibular system is linking your hand and hand, hand, hand and hand with the, the vision. So we can understand that also the vestibular system have some problem. And so another way, the perception, body awareness, and so and so on. This is uh, why the system are connected together are all connected together. When uh, we when we work uh, in, in the water, when we work in the water, we start uh, for the first time to close the visual Fields with the therapist, for example. And this is important because, uh, for example, a child like your son that uh, have a peripheral vision is so difficult to stay in a big space because all the stimuli in the environment arrived and at the same time, the stimuli that are in the middle of his vision doesn't arrive. So he has a lot of stimuli and in the same time, he can focalize the attention in one. 
So when we work in a pool, in the reality, this, uh, um, this situation is completely different. So we work in a pool uh, with the little guys, but also with the child, uh, with a, a, a younger child, but uh, with a different, with a different, different age. And when the child is in the pool with the, with the therapist, the therapist uses his relation, is close to the child, and the use of space is completely different because the stimuli is not so much. And they are the same, the water, In a, in, a, in a boundary, because there is the pool, the boundary of the pool. So we try to close the stimuli for the eye. And uh, in this moment, the child used a lot of vision but vision where he focalized his attention in the therapist. So we can uh, increase the capacity, the attention capacity that are link, are linking with the vision difficulty, are very linking with the visual difficulty. So we try to increase the capacity, the capacity of the child to stay in attention with the tunnel, attentional tunnel, attentional gallery. This is the first point for the vision. And also because uh, when the therapist uh, holds the child, support the trunk, when the, when the, the therapist supports the trunk, uh, the child can move the head in a very good way. And when uh, my body is uh, in a good position, my eyes are in are aligning. And so my vision capacity improves. And I just was going to share a couple of pictures that you sent of what you're talking about so the oh yes the visual boundaries are there by the pool you have the child at the same eye level yeah and you can work on that engagement yeah absolutely because uh, uh the the water uh, is a uh, uh, it's incredible because uh, in the water, uh, that is a, a relational tools, incredible relational tools for all the child. Okay, in the first, uh, we understand if the, <laughs> if the individual differences, uh, it's okay for the water because uh, it, it is really that we have to do a very, 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 very um, good uh, uh, individual profile 
first of all. First of all, is the individual profile. So understand what is the hyper, the hyper, and so on, the hyperactivity for, for some um, for some stimuli. But uh, when we work uh, in, the, in, the, in the pool, uh, the water is fantastic because uh, um, the aquatic uh, environment gives a lot of uh, kinesthetic perception because uh, the, the water have a high, um, the water gives some pressure in all parts of the body. So these pressures improve uh, the body awareness. And also for the, for the child, it's more simple to move the body in the, in the water. And uh, when the child stays close with the therapist, the engagement is, is great. The effect is great. In a continuous flow of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because in that moment, the individual differences are all okay because we support all the individual differences of the child. So if you want to thinking about uh, the A to the C, in that moment, we support the child in stay calm and regulated. We support the child in starting being engagement. We support the child in the first communication because there are a lot, such a lot of interaction in the water. And for example, in this photo, this little guy, four year old, with a with the autism spectrum disorder. This photo was uh, the first time, the first therapy, the first water therapy, and it was great. The the child is a hyperactivity child with the, a very very high arousal. A very, very he's very, very disorganized in the environment. <laughs> we have to use a lot of time for the regulation. And in the water, the child was regulated. And this means that all the stimuli that we give to the child in that moment are good, and the relation was good, and carving meet uh, Valentina, the name of the therapy, for the first time. And I was out of the pool uh, for help Valentina and uh, for help and support Valentina for the first therapy. And the child was completely regulated, completely. Completely in engagement. And uh, for for uh, for Kevin is the name of the child. It's so difficult to stay without the mom. And due to COVID, uh, the mom can't stay in the pool. So she was outside the pool and he stayed with Valentina. 
So I think that it was fantastic. And it's the great power of the water, but also the great power of the model in the water. Because we use the model in the water, not only the water. Because if you use only, only the water, we, we do, we do a, a lesson of <laughs> a lesson in, in water and stuff. But we use the model, so the philosophy of the model, the philosophy of the model in the water. And we can do the AR in the water with a great, great, great and fantastic results. It reminds me of the distinction that Jake Greenspan often makes. Uh, Dr. Greenspan's son, who runs the Floor Time Center, talks about um, the difference between sensory input and also engaging the child at the same time. So it's one thing that people will say, oh, my, my child loves swimming because they love the feel on their body and it helps regulate them. But that's very different than actually engaging with the child while they're getting that input. And Jake talks about how that emotional connection is just as important. The emotional regulation as well as the sensory regulation have to be together, especially in floor time. Exactly, exactly. In fact, uh, it, it was great because uh, between the therapist and the, the child, uh, we can see a Wi-Fi, <laughs> a little Wi-Fi between uh, the therapist and the child that uh, Kevin look for all the time, the therapist, wait for the therapist, wait for the therapist, because sometimes the therapist um, was in another point of the, of the pool and Kevin wait for, for the therapist. And Kevin brings the hands of the therapist. It was fantastic because the therapist, the therapist uses with a great respect the individual differences and the environment, the physical environment. So I step back to the to the beginning, the physical environment and also the mental environment of the therapist were linking together and it was amazing. Dr. Stuart Shanker, who does self-reg, talks about that, you, you called it the Wi-Fi between the child and therapist, he calls it interbrain. Yeah. Um, so that, that connection of the exactly. two where they're co-regulating Exactly. in that space, developing that connection. Exactly. And I think also that uh, this is a great possibility for the child. Uh, and this is a great possibility for the persons that uh, works with the child and also for the parents. Because uh, when, uh, when the child is uh, in this level of self-reg, of dysregulation, of disengagement, the brain works in a different way. And there is a connection. We create a connection 
between the high part of the brain and the subcortical part of the brain. And they are completely, they work together and the child is fantastic because he can stay in a play and he can stay in a different place with a great recognition, with a great pleasure. And for us, it's so important because uh, when the child is in uh, this fantastic uh, bee, has this fantastic bee, also the limbic system helps us because uh, we remember this moment with a great pleasure. We love, we love these, uh, these words. It's so important, be and don't do. And we use uh, the, the pool and the water with this uh, idea. We be in the pool with the child and with the other frame. The idea of weight, watch, and wonder in the pool. Absolutely. How does that work while Absolutely. the child is you know, floating near you. <laughs> um, it's a different than in a play area where the child can walk away in that, but if they're sort of floating um, away and you're just, you're... Um... In, reality, in reality, no. In my experience, so this is my experience, uh, all the child that uh, I, I put in the, in the, in the, in the pool uh, responds so good, so... They, they <laughs> swimming is <laughs> not the, the real word, but uh, with the, the I don't know the, the name of um, yeah, for, uh, for, float, for floating. Oh, the um, yeah, uh, they're called water wings or armbands or floaties. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so, you have the child uh, wearing those on their arms, flotation. Yeah, so I completely in security for the first, uh, and um, in reality, when they float in the in the swim, for example, and they don't see the therapist near, they search for the therapist and go with the therapy where the therapist is. So in reality, Weight Watch and Wonder works well also in swimming very very well and it is fantastic because uh, uh, when I, when uh, I, I was with Valentina <laughs> Valentina in one moment speak a lot she started to speak 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 uh, because she was uh, a little bit in anxiety and uh, it is fantastic because uh, there is only the sounds of the, the, the wave of the water and also the idea and the, the sensation that you have is completely different also for the child that is in the pool. So it's completely different the, the sounds when we, we are in the pool. So I think that weight watching wonder works so well 
because uh, the child, when the child is in the, in the pool, they only search for the relation because, because the, the therapist become the best play, become the best tool, become the best toys. We have nothing in the in the in the swimming pool. We have some some object because uh, we want to use some object, but only this. So the therapy is the best tools, and Weight Watching Wonder is great because all the child do have a relational meaning. So what kinds of activities will you do with the child to get oh. that back and forth? Oh, yes, of course. Uh, the activity are, uh, are the, the therapies, for example, uh, hold the child, stay with the child, and uh, use a different kind of rhythm, for example. So when we play, when, sorry, when we, um, um, when we are in pool, uh, uh, we use, uh, for, for the first, uh, we use the sequences. So we try to sequence the body of the child using the rhythm, using a different speed, and also using a vestibular stimulation around or uh, linear stimulation so in reality uh, we works uh, we works uh, completely in the individual differences completely but for the first the proprioception the vestibular system and also sometimes we try try also with the discrimination with the tactile system so for this reason, we use some different objects in the water. So we use a little bath with where are, um, that, that are full of objects and the, the child start to try to understand how kind of objects are in the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the little bag. But in particular, the activity is a motor the motor activity, the motor is the gross motor activity, and the foundation are the stibular proprioception and tactile system, and also so the discrimination of tie as well, the, the discrimination, and the, all we can do with the sequences using the rhythm. So, for example, uh, the, the therapist sings, the therapist uh, moves in, in a different way, the therapist uses uh, some movement in the space uh, in according with the vestibular system and try to have uh, a lot of back and forth uh, and a lot of, uh, he, he tried to stretch the tension, the condivision, the, 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 
detention, for the third detention, scratch detention, trash to focalize this, uh, this tunnel between uh, the therapist and the child. And also using some, uh, uh, some pillows that float in the, in the pool for increase, uh, for example, uh, the, uh, the, the muscle, the, the tone, the muscle tone, because sometimes this, uh, this kind of child are, have a very, very low tone. So we talk to use that, all we can use we use. Uh, and uh, in, in this moment uh, we do, um, also little exercise, but uh, I think that uh, the best way to work so is, the, is uh, uh, with the integration of uh, the systems. So we can do also some exercise, but uh, are, uh, this kind of exercise are, uh, are used uh, for some particular difficulty, not for all. What about floor time with kids that are a little bit older and a lot more interactive? Have you been doing that as well? I use the, the same frame. I focus my therapy in the motor planning and, uh, but in the complex motor planning because uh, when uh, you are in the water, your possibility to movement is so high if uh, we're thinking about a, a, a person that moves uh, in, uh, in the space. And uh, in reality, when I work uh, with uh, a, young, a, 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 young, uh, a young people and not uh, a, a kid, uh, in reality, my young people sometimes are, uh, have uh, a difficulty um, in the neurological difficulty. So for this reason, uh, the movement uh, in water uh, is uh, completely different in the movement in, in the space. And uh, sometimes they can't move in the space so well. And uh, for this reason, I use my body for increase the possibility to movement, but in the relation way. So for example, uh, if I want uh, to uh, increase uh, the muscle tone in the arms, uh, okay, we are linking together and uh, I say, okay, and now push, 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 but are together. I prefer uh, doesn't use, uh, doesn't use object or semi-structure play, but use myself in the relation with the, some uh, with the idea idea for uh, what is the the, the uh, what is the what need what need the my the, the person that work with, with me what what need and then when I understand this point. Uh, I use me, my body in a relational way. 
Wonderful. Um, is there anything else that you feel like you haven't covered that you wanted to share about the floor time in the pool? I want to underline in another way the importance because uh, the movement is so important for all. The movement is so important for all. And uh, with the body, we can reconnect the mind. This is a very important point. And uh, all the children have the necessity to do this. Because uh, when we are in the water, the stimuli are so high and so present and we have, we have this great integration because all the system. So I think that the older child with the therapy, they, they, they have to do a therapy in the environment, okay, but they have to, to do a therapy also in the pool with a therapist that uses the VAR philosophy, obviously, because uh, the possibility to improve the capacity of the child is so great, so great. And I guess I also forgot to ask how frequently you would do floor time in the pool. Is it once a week? Is it once a day? once or twice a week. I imagine in Italy there may or may not be people have a lot of private pools at their homes so you're using a community <laughs> center pool. <laughs> so yes, I, of course. <laughs> no, no. Um, yes, yes, of course. Um, uh, my, my, my children I use uh, a pool uh, that is inside a gymnasium. That is the gymnasium that supports me in my work because uh, uh, we can use the, the pool without uh, any payment, uh, only for the therapist. It's clear, but without uh, any other payment. So all the, the, the child going in this, uh, this pool, uh, and the gymnasium supports us in our works always. Which is different than, say, parents that have their own pool in the backyard and they can sort of do this every day. It makes it much more of a treat for your clients because it's a big outing to go and get to go swimming and have their floor time sessions once or twice a week. It must be exciting for them and motivating for them as well, especially if they're enjoying it so much. Yes, yes, of course. And uh, we, we have also the parents in the pool. In this moment, not due, due to COVID, but uh, we work with, with the parents also in the pool. <laughs> we, we are always with the parents, always with the parents. And the parents are so, so exciting for the pool because uh, they, the children are so exciting. They see, all the children see the water and run, 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 run. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait a moment, wait a moment. And uh, there is another point that is uh, 
after the, the pool, there is the shower, there is a lot of things to do, and also there is a moment for the break. So it is a very, very, very fantastic moment for all the family. Great. Well, thank you so much for, for meeting up today and sharing all this information that, that you use. And it's great to hear that floor time is happening in Italy as well. <laughs> and um, if anyone has questions about doing floor time in the pool, uh, are they are you open to answering questions as well? If they drop me an email, I can connect them with you. Okay, yes. Yeah, there, I know that um, at the one, the new Interdisciplinary Council on Development and Learning, the ICDL therapy at Livingston in New Jersey, they do floor time in the pool as well. And I know it's, it's not something that's super popular and advertised. So it's, um, it's interesting to hear about this too. And it really is an example of doing floor time anywhere and everywhere. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. thank you. It was wonderful to meet you, Serena. Thank you. Thank you very much. Until next time, here's to affecting autism through play.